0: Greetings, salutations, hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of NUMA. We never repent of having eaten too little. For having eaten too much, though, we suffer contrition to no end, and we gather here, bloated, languid, weighing slightly more than we'd care to admit, to talk about how we might relieve ourselves of this psychological burden, derive some benefit from this momentary overindulgence, and most importantly, to moderate our appetite. In readiness for meals to come. And so let's get started. First, find a chair on which you can be comfortably seated. If none is available, simply take a seat on the floor. Once settled there, allow your spine to lengthen and, full though it may be, your abdomen to be drawn in. Don't sacrifice your good posture to the heaviness in your midsection. Try as evenly as possible to distribute your strength. Bring the shoulder blades together and expand your chest. Drop your shoulders down away from your ears and lengthen the vertebrae of your neck. You should feel as though an invisible thread fixed to the ceiling is pulling you upward, guiding you into a Perfectly erect and dignified posture. Unclench your jaw and permit your gaze to soften. Unfasten the knots into which your brow has been folded. And untie your forehead of all its coiled stress. Now... With your eyes open, we're going to breathe. Your body, far removed from its pre-meal anticipation and stress, is now in a state of rest and digest. This is the domain of the parasympathetic nervous system. That collection of nerves by which the body, after its consumption of food, is quieted and tamed. For this reason, we'll breathe in for a count of three seconds, and out for a count of six. This pace is conducive to relaxation. We'll take a total of four breaths. You can breathe along with me, if you'd like. For the rest of this session, you can carry on breathing this way And now, I'll ask you to close your eyes Before all else, let's take a moment to offer our thanksgiving For what, you might ask, should we be grateful? That we can suffer from overeating in the first place is quite a remarkable thing. In some ways, that we can regularly exceed the natural limits of our stomach that we can rush past the boundaries of satiety and the checkpoints of comfort is an advancement recent yet profound of which our species is the sole beneficiary just think of the Many thousands of years of human evolution A long, cold, wearisome stretch of time During which food was, to put it mildly, unforthcoming Sustenance was scarce Nutrition rare And wars were often waged and sacrifices performed for the uncertain hope of attaining more food. Even more recently than that, through the first quarter of the twentieth century, Many people struggle to procure enough calories to sustain themselves In some places on earth This remains, to many people Not an artifact of history, but a very real and modern burden. Privation was, and in some cases, is their plight. Ours, on the other hand, is abundance. Though you doubtless feel unwell at the moment, you should acknowledge just how alien this feeling would be not even a century ago. For this, we have to thank the technology of our scientists. The wisdom and the industry of our farmers, and the fertility of the land into which their seeds are scattered and from which our dinners are reaped. We have to thank everyone in that complex but invisible chain. By whom our food is planted, handled, cleaned, inspected, shipped, sold, and cooked Without ever requiring us to divert our attention and take notice For this, we are grateful Gratitude is a fine virtue. No less fine is temperance. And it is in the school of temperance, I think, that we require a remedial course. We must retrain ourselves to this forgotten virtue. In overstuffing ourselves with copious amounts of food and drink, and thinking not of the discomfort and unease that awaits us. We were more than a little immoderate. That's okay. So long as we don't make it a habit, We allowed our appetite to overwhelm our reason. We allowed our hunger to commandeer our mind. We acted not in conformity to the nature of man, but to that of a beast out to pasture lowing brute to whom the sprawling field beckons in whom no spark of human intelligence shines we were taken away in a moment of gustatory delight in a passing fit of pleasure that came as quickly as it left And now, in exchange for that fleeting pleasure, we suffer hours of indigestion, regret, and pain. The good news is, this suffering will also pass. Much like the pleasure, the discomfort is fleeting. Every moment, from here on out, is a fresh opportunity to strengthen and improve your temperance. The future ahead of you is an open chance. Henceforth, every hour you show restraint, every minute you control yourself, is a victory of which you should be proud. every time you avoid backsliding, every time you make a conscious decision to be better, you should congratulate yourself. Assure yourself that Next time you sit down at the table, your appetite will be better controlled, your animal instincts better governed, and your reason and your judgment restored to their rightful elevated place. Yes, you overate. The remedy is time. But the time is wasted if, during the hours, your temperance goes uncultivated. If it's not strengthened to its utmost and improved in every way. You have the power, you and you alone, to do precisely this. The decision is purely your own. Whether or not you will overeat and feel lousy again, As this episode began with a quote from Thomas Jefferson, third president of America and author of the Declaration of Independence, it shall end with a quote from Benjamin Franklin, with whom Jefferson worked on the construction of that timeless document. Franklin exhorted himself not to eat to dullness nor to drink to elevation. May we follow in poor Richard's advice. Thank you so very much for joining me today. And may you be happy and healthy.